Welcome, welcome, welcome to Thirst Knowledge Podcast, episode 75. I'm James Evers. I'm Justin. And I'm Seth Tardiff. And today on the episode, we're talking all about monsters. Boom. We sure are. We are talking about the origins of vampires, mummies, Frankenstein's monster, zombies, and werewolves. What? Yeah. So enjoy this fucking episode. Enjoy. Enjoy. All right, what are we doing? Talking about monsters, scary ass Halloween monsters. We are, yes. Well, not necessarily Halloween monsters, but they could they could be if you wanted them to be. They're popularized in Halloween. Yeah, they're pretty common. I was really struggling with how I wanted to structure this, and and also like what monsters actually can make the cut. Oh yeah, definitely. Because there's a fine line between like. A ghost, a specter, uh, a demon. Mm-hmm. Like there's, right. there's all kinds of different, like connotations. Like what makes, what's the criteria for being a monster? Oh yeah. Okay. So there's the classics though. So what would you consider to be a classic monster? When I think of classics, yeah. I think of Adam Sandler's Transylvania. Is that the movie? Transyl something. And Adam Sandler's a vampire, and then they got a werewolf. They got a mummy. I think they have Frankenstein. And they have... Frankenstein's monster, you mean? <clears throat> oh, right, right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Very. That's a distinction. Distinctive. <laughs> we'll talk about that. <laughs> and then... So I why think do you they have it- like an invisible dude, too. I think David Spade's like some invisible dude. So I've never seen this movie. Um, yeah, it's like a cartoon. I saw one of the sequels with, is it my, called, ne- with my nephews. Is it called like Transylvania or Transyl fucking bullshit? It's a family kid movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, there, and there's a few of them in the series. It's all the classic like actors from Adam Sandler. It's group, you know? So I'm, I'm glad you brought up like the Invisible Man. Yeah. Okay. So in the, <clears throat> in the 50s, Universal Studios was releasing all kinds of different like type of horror films. Disney and, was? No, no, Universal Studios. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so they, I was thinking about whether or not we should kind of edge this more towards like the history of the Universal classical monsters. Yeah. Um, but then I just kind of, uh, I figured we can just kind of broaden it out a little bit more. But a lot of what we know and have come to understand about like the lore behind some of these monsters and and like wh- what our frame of reference is for them are usually because of those universal, like the universal classic monsters. Mm-hmm. They okay. they popularized what they were and also how we perceive them. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. <clears throat> and so like the universal classic monsters, those that is um, Frankenstein's monster. That is Count Dracula, mm-hmm. the mummy. Uh like werewolf or the wolf boy or wolf man. Yeah. I think yeah. it's wolf, wolf man. man creature from the black lagoon. Yep. Creature of the black lagoon. Frankenstein's bride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the hollow man, the hollow man or the invisible man. I, yeah. I, hollow man. That's a Kevin Bacon movie. Yep. <laughs> Dude, that movie was fucked up. That, that movie was crazy. Crazy. Yeah. The crazy part. I haven't seen that movie in a while, but the crazy part was like, he was just a guy and then he becomes a bad guy because he's invisible. Yeah. He's like I could easily see how that that could happen. Hell yeah, man. But like why like 
Like it's like me. Like yeah, hey, what's up? Then I turn invisible. Then I want to kill all y'all. The what happened, <coughs> and I think one of the reasons why he became like a bat, like a villain, mm-hmm. is I think he went insane because he couldn't sleep. Oh yeah, because his eyes were invisible. His his the lenses, his eyelids were invisible, so he couldn't like. I think that was part of the movie. Is like he couldn't sleep. He couldn't like really? have like a normal bodily function to be able to. Yeah, so he just fucking went insane. He couldn't sleep? Yeah. Have he put in a fucking dark-ass room? Like, the darkest room ever, right? I mean, it would, it would I guess, your yeah. eyes. He probably went insane before he realized that he could take steps to... <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> but... So that movie that uh, James was talking about earlier real quick is Hotel Transylvania. Uh, Hotel there Transylvania. there have been many like sequels to it as well. Many? There's, like, there's two or three, right? Jeez. Um, yeah. So I think what, I think what the way I wanted to structure this is let, let's just kind of take it one, one monster at a time. Yes. Um, we'll hit on their origin story. <clears throat> we'll kind of hit on some of like their, their superpowers and um, superpowers superpowers and then we'll just we'll kind of roll into it so the first one this one's a big one this is probably the most iconic monster Mm -hmm. that we know of so vampires yep okay vamps so vampires they are essentially creatures from folklore that subsist by feeding on the vital essence usually in the form of blood on of the living now, the term vampire was popularized in Western Europe after reports of an 18th century mass hysteria of a pre-existing folk belief in the Balkans and Eastern Europe that in some cases resulted in corpses being staked and also humans, people, regular townsfolk being accused of vampirism. Which is okay. sucking of the blood. So the way the townsfolks would discern or accuse somebody of vampirism, it, it really, it wasn't always simply just involved with blood. Um, <clears throat> Being pale and like bat looking, like <laughs> sharp ass fucking teeth. Right. <laughs> um, we'll we'll kind of talk into so, sort of like some of the criteria that kind of morphed our, our beliefs into vampires. But um, let's just start with the characteristics. When you think okay. of a vampire... What usually comes to mind? Pale ass skin. Okay. Sharp ass teeth. Per- maybe pointy ass ears. Drinks blood. Drinks ha- blood. Has some kind of um, Eastern European accent. <laughs> yeah, that, that's <laughs> sure. that's true too. I want to suck your blood. <laughs> uh, but has some kind of mind manipulation powers over people. Mm. Oh um, yeah, hypnosis. Yeah. Can turn into a bat. Yeah. <laughs> bat transformation. <laughs> yep. Some. <laughs> Um, what about like some of their, 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 like, they're not going to a lot of barbecues, oh, they, their uh, living situations. Yeah. Yeah. They only are out at night. The sun will set them on fire. Mm. Uh, <laughs> they're really sensitive to the sun. So. They're, they're afraid of garlic. <laughs> they don't like garlic. The taste of garlic isn't uh, appealing to them. So in, in a lot of sleeping like, coffins, dogs, sleeping yep. coffins. Yep. Yeah. So go- coffins, crypts, mm-hmm. um, really like dark, like, cave-like areas yeah very like ancient looking buildings stone <clears throat> stone mansions so and i also think of like when you think of vampires like the as they're portrayed more so i think more so in hollywood 
they're very gothic they're very like hyper sexualized uh, you know yeah. it's like a very like sexual thing to be a vampire oh yeah you know yeah 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 for sure um, <clears throat> but so let's let's start with their origin story mm. okay transylvania is eastern european transylvania is that where they're from that's why everyone thinks that's what i think they're from transylvania so there's a reason for that okay now a lot of the 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 interesting thing about this when i was looking this up is there is a lot of ancient civilizations a lot of different cultures that actually have their own version of what a vampire is Mm. um and it's tied really really closely to to their type of folklore um but vampires can they can be beings that drink blood um oftentimes they were um they would cause a lot of mischief in the night they would slaughter cattle like all these different things that would be going on at night it kind of grew from this vampire myth of like these are beings like that are supernatural mm-hmm. okay but looking at the all the different cultures that had vampires in their in their folklore for the most part in most cases when you kind of look at all the pieces their vampires are simply just kind of revenants of evil beings suicide victims or witches or they could also be kind of created by um, malevol- malevolent spirits that are possessing a corpse um, <clears throat> or the classic being bitten by a vampire mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. yeah yeah now there was a lot of this superstitious or a lot of these concerns about vampirism um that it really caused this huge like mass hysteria and people were becoming they were getting uh accused of being a vampire they were getting executed and a lot of this there was several different factors that played into this vampire hysteria and this vampire belief Mm -hmm. and we're going to kind of go into each of them step by step okay so the first one is when bodies have an unusually like when they're dead they're not decomp they're not decomposing on on and on time like they should be okay okay so being uh being exhumed having your body exhumed and looking at the corpse and if it's not like rotting away usually that's that was like a big thing that like kind of sparked like oh my god there's a vampire this is a vampire okay um we talked on the last episode about like premature burials yeah okay um and being buried alive and that whole thing kind of really tied into kind of the dead rising mm-hmm. and and that really um, was a big focal point also for kind of this mass hysteria. Now, have any of you heard of Mercy Brown? Mercy Brown? Mercy Brown. Um, no. No. Uh, I, the name kind of sounds familiar, but I couldn't even tell you. Macy Gray. I know Macy Gray. Macy Gray. Gray. Yeah. Sure. Distinct voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I try to say goodbye and I jump and try to walk away. So... <laughs> Mercy Brown was kind of like the original New England vampire. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. She buried around here? She's actually, you can visit her gravesite in Rhode Island. Oh, oh nice. Shit. Yeah. So, 
another aspect that really shaped vampirism or or the belief that vampires exist really stems from a certain condition an illness called tuberculosis ah yes mm. at the time before it was tuberculosis it was known as consumption mm-hmm. right okay so the story with mercy brown and and i think this is important because it kind of paints it paves the way to it's the stepping stone as to what we think of our modern vampires. Okay. So you've never heard this before. Marcy Brown, Marcy Brown. No. Okay. Mm. Macy Gray. Heard of Macy Gray. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) So Marcy Brown, the story takes place in the 1890s in Exeter, Rhode Island. 1890s. That's not that long ago. Not that long ago. Yeah. So George and Mary Brown had settled in in Exeter, Rhode Island, um, in this area into a town with their family, their children. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, as soon as they got into town, tuberculosis basically just fucked their family up, ravaged them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Mary, the wife, her daughters, Mercy and Mary Olive. They all got basically got tuberculosis and were wiped out. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> now, from my understanding, is Mary, the mother, and Mary Olive, her, the daughter, were buried first, and then Mercy eventually died a little bit after. Mm-hmm. Okay. George never got tuberculosis, and their son, Edwin, he did get tuberculosis, but he didn't immediately die. Okay, so after the sudden death of all three of those family members, Mm. the townsfolks, they got a little sketchy, all right? They really wanted to figure out what the heck happened. They had no idea it was tuberculosis or consumption or anything like that. So they really wanted to figure out, all right, well, what the fuck is going on here? So the townsfolk got together and they were like, okay, well, we're going to exhume all three of these bodies. Okay, we're going to do an autopsy. We're going to try to figure out what is, like, who or what is responsible for these deaths. And that's bad because, right? Because if you touch someone with tuberculosis, you're fucked, right? Is no, it like a bacterial I, thing? Tu- uh, tuberculosis, I believe, is like a, it's like more of like an airborne kind of. I thought if you dug up a grave with tuberculosis, you could fucking bring tuberculosis back. I have no idea. Maybe that's something we should probably QC. I think I saw that on the house. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's got to be legit. It's got to be. Keep going. Sorry. Right. No, 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 no. Destroyed no. your thunder. It, it's all good, man. So they're, they went to exhume all the bodies. Now, Mary Olive and Mary were exhumed. And um, it was revealed that like they were decaying on time. Like everything was looking fine. No mm-hmm. big deal. Now- they went to now <clears throat> mercy didn't get dug up her coffin was actually left above ground because at the time when she died the, the winter was creeping in and the ground was frozen mm. so they couldn't fucking bury any bodies and that mm-hmm. was that wasn't just one off like that was that was custom that's what they that's did a, oh yeah, yeah I, I didn't even think about that holy crap yeah yeah so they just like put it where they were gonna bury it or something I'm not sure where they actually stored it, but they basically just kept her coffin above ground. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and so as it was above ground and winter kept setting in, temperatures were dropping, 
they opened up her casket and she's fucking what do you know she hasn't she hasn't decomposed a day in her life okay her body was like fucking (laughs) frozen frozen yeah Yeah. Yeah. what the fuck man so (laughs) she's clearly a vampire then (laughs) clearly so uh because there was no like decomposition her body was actually looking pretty damn preserved they they did like an autopsy on her and they they found um <clears throat> they found blood in her heart and other parts of her body which obviously cuz shit was frozen in fucking place mm-hmm. so because they found blood they basically just concluded that fucking mercy was a vampire and like because she didn't decompose um, like that was her. She was feasting on people. She had blood in her system. Okay. Boom. She was a fucking vampire. Yeah. Okay. Damn. And so they pinned that whole thing, the murders of Mary and Mary Olive on Mercy. Even though they weren't murderers, <clears throat> they just died of tuberculosis. So they did think, did they think she was alive still? Like, well, vampire that's alive. So that, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> Yeah. It's hard to say what they were thinking at that time. Right. But basically they were they pinned the deaths of Mary and Mary Olive on Mercy and that Edwin's touch of consumption that he has mm-hmm. was be, was given to him by Mercy, her okay. brother. His brother, her brother. Whatever. Yeah. So and then at this point in time the town's folks were like fucking there was all these like ancient like yeah, I say ancient, but there was all these like ghost stories being told about how townsfolk would see Mercy like fucking stalking through the graveyards and through the mm. fucking farm fields and shit like that. Um, so what they did was to try to fucking cure this vampirism, they basically took Mercy from her coffin, they cut out her heart, <laughs> they fucking <clears throat> they burned her heart, Jesus, turned it into ash. Made it into a fucking tea, and fucking fed it to Edwin. Jesus, her oh brother. My God. <laughs> Drink your fucking sister's heart dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the only wow. way. Um, and because there was, it was like that time that that was going to be the, that was the cure. That mm-hmm. was the cure to to his disease. Well, Edwin eventually died a few months later, mm-hmm. obviously of tuberculosis. Of tuberculosis, and um. You know, kind of as we got more and more familiar with what tuberculosis was, um, we kind of, it was that link between vampirism and TB or consumption kind of just dissolved over yeah. time. Now, they did eventually bury Mercy into a grave in Exeter, Rhode Island. Um, you know, heartless, but they, they got her in, into the ground. And you can actually visit her gravesite at... Um, uh, Chestnut Hill Cemetery in Exeter. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you want to go and see, you know, New England's first vampire, have a go. Damn. Okay. So, no thanks. We mentioned earlier about how there was a whole host of different um, diseases and afflictions that kind of shaped our thought of what vampires are. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, the next one is uh porf- porphyria all right okay porphyria. so porphyria is a it's an inherited condition where your body has a deficiency 
in the enzymes used to make porphyrins into heme. Okay. Now, the way this condition is treated medically is is through um like through like blood injections. Okay. Like okay. currently? Yeah, okay. typically. Yeah. Okay, cuz if your body can't make um porphyrins into heme, yeah, it has to get that from somewhere. All right. So, medically you would just simply do a blood transfusion, boom, you you would be okay. You you wouldn't be you'd have to keep getting them. Mm-hmm. Okay. But um this uh this sort of affliction kind of drove this knowledge of what vampires are like they need blood to sustain their life okay okay mm. so vampires would have to feast in order to get the blood to 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 basically stay alive and that's okay. where that part of the legend comes into play exactly yep um the other part is rabies mm. now this is the interesting one i found this this was kind of cool so do you know what rabies does Makes you afraid of water. <laughs> it makes you fucking want to fight bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so rabies has this interesting part to this. Uh, is it a disease? What would you call it? Like an infection? I think it's like an infection. But yeah. anyways. Rabies virus. So rabies can affect the portion of your brain that has this huge... Um, sort of imbalance to your sleep patterns. And so you, t- if first anybody who has rabies, you eventually become kind of nocturnal. Oh yeah. That doesn't it do the opposite for nocturnal animals. And that's why if you see in nocturnal like animal, a raccoon. during the day, you're like, Oh, stay away. Cause it probably has rabies. Right. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. skunks and raccoons. Okay. Yeah. So, um, it also has, it also has this whole component with like hypersexuality. Damn, with rabies f- weird you get rabies you want to fuck <laughs> okay um and then there was this old legend where it was says that um uh that a man uh was not rabid if he could look at his own reflection in the mirror oh wow. and that kind of alludes what? to the whole the, uh, the, legend well, yeah, vampires can't see themselves in their in the mirror exactly yeah. wow okay um damn what Wolves and bats are typically associated with vampires, more so bats. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, bats are huge carriers of rabies. Okay. Okay. Um, another side effect of rabies that I found was, this is cool, um, is hypersensitivity. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, you're sort of like a strong sense of smell, strong sense of like hypersensitivity to like light mm-hmm. um, to where things can just appear more like vibrant and mm-hmm. too bright. So mm-hmm. you traditionally would want to seek out like darkness. You want to yep. turn the lights off because the light is too much. And with the strong odors, that's where garlic comes into play. Mm. Why vampires don't like garlic is because of the sensitivity the hypersensitivity of the smell okay yeah that makes sense okay now when we think of the modern day vampire okay a lot of the influences really come from that european uh romanian type of culture Mm -hmm. okay and honestly the, the person really responsible for that was um 
was um, Vlad the Impaler. Well, he loved so, impaling people. <laughs> so there was a book published in 1897 by the author Bram Stoker. Mm-hmm. The book was titled Dracula. I've read oh. that book. You what? have? Yep. I took a horror story class in yeah. college. It's probably the most fun class that I took it in college because cool. I was an electrical engineer. But yeah, we 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 read that book and it was a great book. Okay. Yeah. So so a lot of our modern vampire ideas are really kind of pulled and influenced from that particular piece. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um Bram Stoker's Dracula published 1897. It basically details Jonathan Harker's encounter with the notorious Count Dracula in Transylvania. Mm. Okay. So Count Dracula was inspired more so, like you said, James, uh, Vlad the Impaler. Mm -hmm. Now, Vlad's father, Vlad II Dracul, Mm. is... His name Uh, was Dracul? Dracul. So he was known as Vlad the Dragon. Now, Vlad the Impaler, Vlad the Third, um, was known as Vlad the Third Dracula, the son of dragon. Ah. Ah. Dracula, Dracula. Okay. Yeah. Damn. I never knew any of this shit. (laughs) Okay. And Vlad the Impaler... And Paler was like a psychopath, right? He was ruthless. Um, he really was like. That's what happens when you spoil your kids, man. <laughs> you don't want to be his enemy. Yeah. Because, yeah, he really got out. He had a hard on for fucking just impaling people. Mm-hmm. Impaling people. Um, he was torturing mad people, right? Like yeah. all sorts of fucked up ways. Yeah, he was, he was sadistic. He's like um, fucking that hated guy in Game of Thrones. That little kid's name. Everyone oh, hated? Yeah. Joffrey? From- He's like, Joffrey. <laughs> Everyone hated Joffrey. You don't want to get on Joffrey's bad side. Right. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Although I'd be more afraid of Vlad the Impaler than Joffrey. Yeah, Joffrey's a little oh, yeah. bitch. You could yeah. poison that motherfucking blonde boy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So. Fuck. So, Dracula. So, it was, so, basically, um, Bram Stoker really pulled heavy, heavy, heavy influences from Vlad the Impaler to model Count Dracula after him. Yep. He also pulled references and pulled um, a lot of this information from Mercy Brown's case mm-hmm. in because at that time- It was recent, right? Newspapers were being published, and um, he got a hold of Mercy Brown's story and read it in a newspaper. Mm-hmm. And that was part of his influence of the story of Count Dracula and vampires. Okay. Um, so one of the characters, um, uh, Lucy Westerna. Yep. Or Westernra. Yeah, I, I've read or, it. But... I'm sorry, Westernra. Yeah. Westernra. Yeah. Um, that was Count Dracula's first victim in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the scholars had thought that this was uh, a, a tie or an homage to Mercy Brown. Okay. 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 So now that we got the origin stories out of the way. So a lot of the things that we kind of outlined was, you know, what sort of fed in and tied to this, this myth, this belief of vampires. 
Let's talk about their strengths and weaknesses. Yes. So we know how to kill them when they come. (laughs) Halloween's right around the corner. Exactly. Yeah, but I mean, by the time you guys have heard this, Halloween has already happened. Oh. But. Well, listen. It's still good to know. We need to know to get ready. And you hopefully survived I don't Halloween. think vampires are simply just tied to Halloween. I don't think so. I don't either. know. It's a good way to get out because everyone's dressed up as Dracula. <laughs> you can kind of blend in, you know? <laughs> I mean, there's certain uh, lore is that vampires take a break on Halloween. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so strengths. What do you think are some strengths? Super strength. Yeah, they're fucking strong, oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, They're yeah. strong as fuck. They're fun. strong, yep. Yep, what else? Uh... They're immortal. They're oh yeah, they're that's, fucking, that's a big one. That's a big. They one. don't age. They're yeah. fucking immortal. <sighs> that's the yeah. best part of being a vampire. Yeah, is I, I hope when I become a vampire, I like it. Hope it happens soon, because I need to stay sexy. Yeah, you don't want to be immortal when you don't want to become a vampire at like sixty nine. Oh, that would suck. <laughs> I don't. You wouldn't want to be a vampire either when you're like super young. Like, uh, what's that fuck interview with the vampire with Brad Pitt? Yeah, and, Tom and he Cruise. turns um, Kristen Dunst into a vampire when she was like fucking 12, 13. Yeah. yeah. That would suck. Yeah, but at that point, you could, like, does it matter? I mean, when you're a 13 year old girl, yeah, if you want to fuck, you know, it's awkward. Yeah, but what about Grandpa Munster? He was a cool old vampire. So, so, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, yes, Grandpa Munster was a cool. Uh, I have a whole section of pop culture okay. with each of these monsters. Okay, so strength. Strength, yeah. Super strength. Yep. Immortality. He yep. can fly. So that was like... In bat form. In bat form. So right. it depends. So in bat form, yes. Count Dracula, I believe, right? Yeah. It could turn into a bat and yes, fly, zip exactly. around and shit. Yeah, there was, he had a lot of weird powers that they outline in that book. Yeah. Hypnotism? Yeah. Um, they hypnotize? That, that is usually a power of like a a whoever sired you as a vampire would like would have the ability to kind of like uh, hypnotize you or control your thoughts or like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the flying thing is interesting because depending on which lore you're looking at, mm-hmm. it does change. Okay. Now, like the vampires in like the Hollywood film, the lost boys, mm-hmm. they could just fucking fly like oh, without any oh, right. propulsion yeah. or anything. Yeah, 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 and yeah, they yeah. could turn fucking low main into worms. <laughs> <laughs> remember that shit? No, oh, I don't. I don't. You yeah. don't remember that? Yeah. I, <laughs> okay. In the lost boys, they get that new kid to come on. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then they're in their like cool little hideout camp out in California or whatever. And they're all eating Chinese food and they're all vamps, <laughs> but he's not a yeah, vampire. Yeah. yet. And they're eating Chinese food out of the box. And they're like, how's your worms <laughs> and he's like what do you mean he looks down and he's eating a whole thing of worms they're like fucking with his head like yeah, hypnotizing yeah. him a little bit yeah, and he's yeah, like yeah. what the fuck and they start cracking up like it was a joke bro yeah they're not worms it's a little main <laughs> so oh fucking a they also so yeah some some vampires don't have the ability to fly depending on what lore you're looking at yeah. but um they have a natural speed they're yeah. very fast um they have unusually like inhuman like healing capabilities they're like fucking wolverine like yeah yeah Yeah. they can pretty much they get a cut they get a gunshot wound whatever doesn't matter it doesn't bother me right they could heal them now weaknesses what are their garlic bread yeah wooden stake to the heart wooden stake to the heart Uh, i want to say fire maybe fire fire's bad fire will kill them decapitation 
<clears throat> oh, depends damn. on I mean, the, that depends is that on the a lore. weakness though? I mean, like if you hit me and you decapitate me, I'm dead too. Well, that's how you kill them. Yeah, but to like undead beings though that have regenerative powers and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Um, sunlight. Sunlight's pretty Definitely. bad. Garlic. Holy water. Holy water. Yeah. Holy water. Yep. In there. Yep. yep. Uh, religious items and locations. Oh right. Crosses. Crosses. Yep. Uh, uh, churches. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this one I found was funny, and I I I remembered it, but I like forgot that it would be a weakness, but it is. Uh, invitations. Oh, that's right. <laughs> they can't, can't come. They can't go in. They can't cross the threshold of your house unless you invite them in. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. was a girl. There was this fucking girl, and I was convinced she was a vampire. It was when we first moved in this fucking house, and she knocked on the door, and she wanted to come in really bad. She wanted to come. Like in my she house. kept asking. She kept asking. Oh, fuck that! No. And I kept saying no, no. She's yeah. Like, oh, just let me come in for like just a minute. I can show you. She was like selling some bullshit vacuum, like fork floor cleaner. I was like, no, no, no. She's like, oh, I insist, please. I'm like, no, bitch, back the fuck up. I insist. I insist on coming into your house. And I said no. And then she like moved on and she went to door to door. And yeah. then I was like, that bitch is probably a vampire. And then I just, I fucking drove and followed her in my car. I didn't like creepily like go like three miles an hour behind her, but I just drove by, sure. did a long loop and then drove back again. And that bitch got into an old lady's house on the corner. Yeah. And then like fucking three months later, that house was up for sale. Oh my God. She dude. killed that bitch. She killed that old lady. The old lady's like, oh, come on in. She's like, oh, she's putting her bib on and shit, ready to eat. Wow. She's got a fork and a knife. She probably drank that bitch's blood. Probably. probably. Yeah. yeah. See, you're smart, man. You don't you don't just invite people to your house. You don't, don't be know. like, oh yeah, come I on in. I just moved to Fitchburg and I was like, ain't nobody allowed in my house. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, so another weakness. Which I thought was interesting. Uh, silver. Oh, yeah. Mm. It, it Not only does it cause burns to a vampire, but it actually <sighs> prevents them from being able to heal that wound faster. And so they, they actually heal that wound at a normal like human rate. Mm. Oh, so and, you fucking burn them, they're burnt. And oftentimes it'll kind of like leave a scar or whatever. Okay. Pop culture. Where have we seen some vampires? There's Monster a lot Squad. Of vampires, man. Monster Squad. You see Monster Squad? I've not. Monster Squad is a sick ass movie in the 80s, 90s. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen Monster no, Squad? No, man. Monster Squad is a classic kids film. Like a bunch of 13, 14 year old kids have this treehouse and um, fucking like Frankenstein, werewolf, a vampire, and a mummy like come into their town and they got to fucking eliminate them classic oh cool classic classic like goonies type goonies but like with monsters with monsters it's called monster okay. squad and they have like their 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 club is called the monster squad and like they're there to like kill the monsters sick yeah and there's like a van housing old guy kind of like <laughs> dude that lived down the street and yeah it's a sick movie yeah that's crazy this was it came out in 1987 i'm surprised that this doesn't ring a bell at all classic 80s yeah, yeah. like goonies type movie mm -hmm. yep so vampires <clears throat> yeah one of the more the first like visual inception of a vampire was from the 1922 german silent film nosferatu mm -hmm. i've never seen it i've never seen it either but i've seen that that, that style of classic like, vampire. Face. yeah i've seen clips from it 
it's and creepy. Then they also made like a a movie that was about the making of that movie. Mm. Oh, really? It, but it was also. Oh, it was like some weird meta shit where yes, it was like exactly because movie the, in a movie. Yes, like, the vampire was real. Like human centipede. And stuff. Yeah. Um, man, I forget the name of that movie, but I saw that movie. <laughs> Did you ever see What We Do in the Shadows? No. Oh, I, it's dude, a hilarious vampire movie. I know. You You always tell me to see it. I, I'm like, yeah, I'll totally, man. I'll see it. And I never do. They have Vlad the Poker in it. He's not. He's <laughs> the potent on Impaler. And he fucking... They, they find, have a TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different cast, but oh, really? it's still funny. There's a funny-ass scene, though, in that one, the movie, when they figure out what Facebook is. Yeah. And Vlad the Poker figures out you can poke people on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking likes it. <laughs> oh, uh, man. <clears throat> yeah. um, one of my favorites, Treehouse of Horrors, episode, uh, season... Treehouse of Horrors 4... Season five, episode five of The Simpsons. Yep, Mr. Burns. They do like a a, a Count Dracula. Oh yeah, kind of thing where yeah. Mr. Burns is is Count Dracula. Yeah, that's a classic, huh. classic episode. Yep. I probably saw it, but it's that been a while. image of Mr. Burns as of as Dracula yeah. is like iconic. That was yeah. the episode where Homer sells his soul for a donut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the best. Um, then of the course, Lost Boys. You have yeah, the Lost Boys. Um, Count Von Count from the Sesame Street. Oh, yeah. Oh, he loves that, counting. That fucker's a vampire. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's a big one. A one. Oh, no, that's <laughs> the other guy. That's the owl. Oh, my a two. God. <laughs> yeah, it's the Titsy Pop Owl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Grandpa from the Munsters, portrayed by Al Lewis. Yep. Uh, vampire in Brooklyn with starring Eddie Murphy. Oh, my God. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Um, Blackula, 1972 film, <laughs> played yep. by William Marshall. Yep. Count Chocula from the breakfast cereal. Damn, that shit's delicious. Oh, yeah. I don't really like the marshmallows, though, but delicious. You don't like the marshmallows? What? You're That's fucking weird, weird man. Yeah. Yeah. Who eats that and just like, ooh, the chocolatey puffed rice? I eat the fucking marshmallows with it. I'm not a cereal killer, <laughs> but I'd prefer Cocoa Puffs. Yeah, that's fair. Um, John Carpenter's Vampires, uh, Spike and Angel from Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel, Blade, uh, vampire hunter from the marvel comics and yep. the movies that's uh, what seth named his kid after yeah, no, it's true <laughs> uh the underworld franchise of course sick and uh twilight yeah twilight, oh, franchise. twilight was hype yeah. yeah and that changed a lot of people's like perceptions about vampires because they did all this weird shit where they can go out during the day and they the sparkle later yeah. all this stuff honestly i've watched the twilight movies i watched them all yeah and it wasn't as like feminist, like glammy. It was still like there was some cool elements to that yeah. that lore of the vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a new twist on it, dude. Yeah. I watched yeah. I watched Twilight one, and I was I was all in on that shit. I was like, dude, that was fucking sick. And then I was like, looked into it. They had books, and I read like three of those books after. Damn. But then I like then they started making like fucking four, five, six, and I was like, mm, I'm good. I thought they only made three. I don't Dude, know. I'm you not, gotta look I'm it not it an expert on Twilight. Okay, I don't know. If you I'm pretty sure they Buffy made the like. Vampire I think they made like three or four of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it, it's not as bad as like, you know, dude, bros can be like, oh, you fuck Twilight. Oh like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got a yeah. big dick and a fucking big truck. <laughs> like, who gives a shit? No, yeah. it was it was enjoyable. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Okay. We got through vampires. The rest, sh- the rest, sh- the rest should cruise quickly. Okay. Okay. 
I mean, vampires, it's a pretty, pretty beefy subject there. Yeah, we could go we could go on and on about that. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering why... Oh, Queen of the Dam, too. And Dawn before... And Dawn oh, and Queen Dusk. Queen of the Dam, yeah, yeah. Dust to Dawn. Yeah. That's vampires, right? Oh, yeah. from Dust till Dawn, dude? That's a great yeah. one. That's Selma a great Hayek. One. Yep. That's yep. sick. Why do they always go for the neck? Uh, because of your carotid arteries. Like your, Don't you have a bigger one, like in your inner thigh? But it's so much easier to get to. Yeah. Yes. Well, the thing about like Count <laughs> like Count Dracula and he would come up behind you unsuspectingly. Like you would get bitten unsus- unsuspectingly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what? Are, where are we moving to next? Time? So we're gonna do mummies. Mummies. All right, mummies. All right. Where Where do you think mummies came from? Egypt, son. Straight well, <laughs> out of Egypt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pyramids. Mummies. Egypt. But are they like necromancers? They like really believed in the death, dead, right? The Egyptians did, yeah. Yeah, they were like yeah. super into the dead. Yeah, it was all about preservation of your body, right? For the afterlife. For the afterlife, yeah. yeah. And you'd be buried with all these things for- Your fucking trinkets and your man yeah. cave. It was the ultimate man cave, oh, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, Futurama, Bender. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember me he had like the <laughs> sickest man cave yeah. pyramid he had like pinball machines a full bar a brewery yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a way to do it now what um, with mummies it's not like everybody in egypt was getting mummified though either right no. it, was, it was only royalty yeah and anybody who's like committed some like heinous atrocious acts Oh, and then they were really? like cursed and that kind of thing. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you okay. did something bad, then you'd be mummified? So at least that was the story with, uh, at least that was the story that was portrayed through Hollywood. Okay. Mm. I know for a fact that royalty were mummified. Yes. Um, I will QC whether or not somebody was, if criminals or like people who committed some serious deeds were. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll look into that. But. So you were right. Mummies originated in ancient Egypt, okay? But the mummy that became the monster actually didn't really happen until like the 1900s, way, way recently, okay? With Brett and Fraser. So the, the, yeah, we didn't look at mummies as being this- A monster. A, a monster that we would have to be afraid of or something. Not until the 19, like 1900s. Okay. Okay. So, what's the characteristic of a mummy? Toilet Wrap, paper. Wrapped in bandages. Okay. And uh, maybe underneath their flesh is rotted away a little bit. Maybe there's some skeleton poking out, kind of. Okay. Uh, when they walk, they're not walking. They're that stiff fast. as fuck. They're kind of, yeah. you know, they've been sitting down for, or laying down for <laughs> a while. All those wraps are keeping their joints tight. Yeah. Yeah. So, they're dry. They're ashy. Yep. Um. Yeah, they, they go. <laughs> they can't really talk well. Yeah, um, they kind of move about as if they have like some purpose that they're trying to fulfill. Yeah, um, yeah, they they don't talk. They kind of groan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not going to go into. I was thinking about it. I, so just to kind of briefly summarize, like, so mummies. It the reason why you become a mummy is let's say you were a ruler, you were a pharaoh, and you ended up dying. The process of mummification, what the ancient Egyptians would do, is they would basically take your body, they would remove all of your organs, 
place them into canopic jars mm-hmm. and um they would basically kind of like embalm the body more or less yeah. right and in order to preserve your your head your face they had to remove the brain so one of the things that they did was they actually took like this hook that would they would stick up your nose they would just kind of like scramble your brain around like like taking a like fork a blender. With, with spaghetti and mm. just trying to roll it up yeah. and they would just pull yank it out through your nose damn and they would they would place all your organs in canopic jars and then they would sort of like basically wipe your body down with like these oils and they would just wrap you up mm-hmm. okay they would place you in a sarcophagus and usually that sarcophagus would be placed somewhere inside of a pyramid or some kind of tomb or chamber and then you'd be left there with your canopic jars and all your fucking prizes. And the idea was to preserve your body for the afterlife so you can kind of enjoy your afterlife. Yeah. There was life after death. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I'm not going to go into the whole process of it, but let's just talk about how a mummy became a monster. Now, 1922, King Tut's tomb was discovered and unearthed and basically you had a bunch of tomb raiders going in there and stealing a bunch of shit yep okay the brits so there was all of this like these stories going around about how anybody who would go into king tut's tomb and took some shit were getting fucking they were dying mysteriously Mm. okay they're cursed more or less a cursed yeah um and this was all connected to um uh howard carter's 1922 expedition in the valley of the kings okay um and a bunch of people everybody were just fucking dying now realistically some of them died from malaria from mosquito bites yeah and other causes sure um but there wasn't really a curse yeah that we know of but they like to say that King Tut's tomb is cursed and it makes for a big Sounds, legend. It's a and, good good newspaper. Oh, yeah. Sto- it's clickbait. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's old school clickbait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, there was this huge frenzy in the media about the curse of King Tut and all that stuff. So in um, there was a Universal Studios in 1932. They released a film um, directed by Carl Frund starring Boris Karloff Mm -hmm. about an ancient Egyptian mummy named Imhotep. Mm. And his tomb is discovered by a team of archaeologists who inadvertently bring him back to life um, through uh, reading like a magical scroll. The Book of Dead. So the newest one with Brendan Frazier, I think they improved on that story. Yeah. um, Than the old one. Um, But basically, Imhotep, his whole thing was he... Uh, would kill anybody who got in his way of trying to resurrect his, reincarnate his fucking girlfriend. Um, Mm. And the whole point of the film kind of served as this cautionary tale, you know, for meddling within, with foreign culture and their ancient customs. Okay. Interestingly. Okay. Okay. So a mummy didn't become a monster until Universal Studios released this film Mm. um, in 1932. And then that's when we started associating it as an evil being. Yep. Okay. Strengths. What are the strengths of a mummy? I don't know, man. I don't know shit about mummies. 
I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they are good at cursing people. With I shit. feel curses. Like, yeah, curses. Okay. I feel like they have some kind of strength. Like, like they're, for sure. they seem more stronger than you'd think they'd be based off of their definitely. Yeah, superhuman strength. Yeah, um, they can summon biblical biblical plagues. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah like that. Oh, dude, those fucking scarab beetles in the mummy when they're going up <laughs> in through your skin. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. That's the scariest part of that yeah. whole movie. <laughs> um, they can shapeshift. Uh, they have life force absorption, so they can kind of like absorb your. Yeah, um, he yeah, was doing true. that in that movie. Yeah, that's true. And they're immortal yeah. until you remove their immortality. Okay. Weaknesses. They're fucking wearing flammable fucking rags. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah so they're safe. oil, their body. They yeah. are weakness to fire. Yeah. Okay. Um, cats. Oh yeah, uh, fuck! I forgot about that. That bitch hated cats in that movie, The Mummy. So yeah. cats are the guardians of the underworld. Yeah. So definitely a big weakness there. Mm-hmm. But why uh, do they worship cats and then also be afraid of cats in Egypt? Didn't they worship cats? No, no. So cats were the guardians of the underworld. If you were dead, then it's like it's a guard of the underworld, man. You don't want to fuck with the guards. Oh right, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Um. I wrote down dirty buttholes. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I but like I would say no because all the toilet paper that they have wrapped around their bodies. So wouldn't that be a weakness? Yeah. If I got you, a dirty butthole and I need some toilet paper, I'm gonna reach for a mummy. Yeah, if you're a mummy, you don't want to get Oh, you're attracting dirty buttholes. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So dirty butthole magnet. Yeah. 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 That's definitely that. a weakness. Swass. Swass yeah. attractor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um and pretty much you remove their immortality by reading a scroll, and then basically, basically, they can pretty much be killed mortally, like as normal. If okay. you have that fucking rare ass scroll. So, pop culture, the mummy, the mummy, Brendan Fraser, that whole thing. Honestly, a I, bunch of sexy models. That whole fucking show is just full of hot people. What show? The mummy. That movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, Brendan Fraser, that sexy ass chick. Yeah. Sexy ass tan dude. <laughs> what? His sexy ass. His sexy ass girlfriend. They're yeah, all but, sexy. Yeah, but that's not the question, though. Pop culture. All those sexy people. Yeah, in but the you mummy. just named one movie and then just <laughs> and, and, sexy, <laughs> sexy. That's just a sexy ass movie. I don't know what to say. Oh my god. Um, Scooby Doo. That's all okay, I got. Okay. Yeah, Scooby Doo. Yeah. Cartoon Network actually made a uh, a television series, a cartoon series based on the Mummy. With the Brendan Fraser cast. Really? Yeah. Damn, I didn't know that. Um, <clears throat> the Dark Universe. Have you heard of the Dark Universe? Mm-mm. So this was um, Hollywood's attempt to create a, like a Marvel Cinematic Universe using oh. universal classic monsters. Yes, I knew they were doing that. I didn't realize it was called the Dark Universe. Yeah. No. Okay. So the, the most recent, I think it was the 2017 film. Isn't there like a Tom Cruise one or something? Tom Cruise, The Mummy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. And that was supposed to kick off that whole thing. Exactly. But they didn't, they stopped it or something? Or are they still, they still doing that? I think because it fucking failed. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if like, I think people are weary to do another one, but. Can't redo Brendan Fraser, man. Can't redo that shit. So I've got a good Mummy reference for you. Please. Um, Um. not the second act in Diablo 2, is it? Oh, well, no, that's a good one. That is a good one. But I was going to say Thundercats, Mumra. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. 
It's like the bad guy. Yeah. Thundercats. Mumra. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Thundercats? No. Damn. Diablo 2, fucking side note, has a remake. Yeah, they remastered it. Keith, no. play, My buddy Keith at work plays it all day, every day at work. About, I don't know, like 15, 16 years ago, I, I did that too when it first came out. <laughs> I can't think of a lot of mummy references though. Yeah, there's not a real lot. No? Definitely not as much as vampires. Motherfucking Monster Squad, man. Have you seen Monster Squad? <laughs> there's a mummy in Monster Squad. Hotel Transylvania, man. Hotel Transylvania, man. Adam Sandler. I don't know who's the mummy. Kevin James is the... I hope it, it would be Kevin James. I think he's Frankenstein, but he could be the mummy. That would I, make sense. Um, um, so what do we got next for monsters? Yeah, What's what next got? up on the list? <laughs> we'll, we'll go back to it. <laughs> uh, he is aptly known as Frankenstein. Ooh, yeah, Frankenstein. But his true name is Frankenstein's monster. Yes. That kind of grinds my gears when people bring that shit up. It's like, um, it's actually Frankenstein's monster. But it's true though, dude. It's true, it's true. But you know everyone's That's like, just people Frank- just trying to they want to be smart. Like yeah. they, yeah. they want to be like Most people are just joking when they say it. But. Yeah, because at, at this point, like you know. Yeah. When you're a kid, like you don't know. You're just no. like that monster is Frankenstein. Of course. And then when you get older, you're like, oh, that's not the monster's name. Was yeah. it Shelley what? Shelley Ribbits? Mary Shelley. Mary Shelley. I also read that book in my horror story class. Okay. Yes. Damn, that's a lot of books you gotta read. I read a lot of books for that class. I fucking hate reading. <laughs> <laughs> so Frankenstein first appeared in Mary Shelley's eighteen eighteen novel. Frankenstein or the modern Prometheus. Mm-hmm. The modern Prometheus. It tells the story of Victor Frankenstein, a young scientist who creates a sapient creature in an unorthodox scientific experiment. Although the creature was described in later works as a composite of whole body parts grafted together from cadavers and reanimated by the use of electricity, this description is not consistent with Shelley's work, okay? Both the use of electricity and the cobbled-together image of Frankenstein's monster were more so from the the James Whale's popular 1931 film adaptation of the story and the whole motion picture works from the universal classic monster, okay? Um. Basically, since that movie, everybody has been calling... The movie was... I believe it was called Frankenstein or something like that. Yeah. And so that was when everybody just kind of mistakenly referred to the monster as Frankenstein. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, characteristics. What do you think? Green. He's green. (laughs) Why is he green? Because he's a corpse? Uh, I think it like it more like the cartoony images that got him like they made him more green than I think so. like a because it would be pale like pale like rotting flesh because you were reanimating a like a dead corpse essentially like yeah yeah like the monsters that guy's green not green he's just it was like, black and white yeah it was originally black and white oh yeah fuck 
They did a remake, and I think they made they kind of made him yep. like a shade of green. Okay, but I mean the <clears throat> bolts in the side of the head. Yep, yep. Super strong, tattered clothing, tattered clothing. Yeah, strong. Uh, moves slow. So the most common representation of Frankenstein's monster, he's a tall, muscular figure with kind of a flat-looking head, green skin, sunken eyes, bolts sticking out of his neck. Mm -hmm. Did he ever say brains? Brains. Or is that more zombies? I think you're thinking about zombies. (laughs) But I mean, Frankenstein's kind of a zombie, almost. But not really. Yeah. Um, the whole flathead design was kind of to reflect that Dr. Frankenstein would have to like open up his head and like work in there and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, now, uh, he's eight foot tall. Okay. That's huge. That's really tall. That's uh, like, he that's like Sasquatch huge, man. Yeah. Um, his alignment, he's very neutral. Um, he didn't be really become like... A monster. It was like the environment around him that kind of made him a monster. Made him a monster. The people. Yeah. Yeah. The fucked up farm farm people. Like I think Victor Frankenstein, he created Frankenstein's monster and like really kind of treated him like shit. Yeah. Oh really? Um, but it was like the whole environment around him is what like created because he was just trying to navigate the world and trying to figure out what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. And I think he kills somebody. He accidentally kills a little girl. Yeah. Like when he first, or I think it was a little girl, when he first like is wandering around on his own. But he doesn't know like what he's doing. He doesn't know like- He doesn't his, know what death is. His or, own strength and death and all that stuff. It's kind of dumb and shit. Yeah. And eventually like because he's like a gross looking monster and he accidentally kills someone, the townspeople get all up, you know, in an uproar. and Yeah. Now, I, it's a big misconception that he's dumb. He's actually not because he was able to teach himself language mm-hmm. yeah, in a matter of like a very short amount of time. Um, and like the way he learns the environment around him, he does figure shit out. And I think he does it at a faster rate than like mm-hmm. most infants or anything that was just born. Really. Yeah. yeah. Um, his strengths, super strong. Definitely super strong. Um, he's got that inhuman kind of learning speed. Um, he's indestructible. Um, and and I was trying to look to find out like how you he was ever killed. I don't, he was never killed. Um, I think he tries to commit suicide at the end of the book. Yeah, he uh, tries to like light himself on fire. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's a shitty way to go, man. But yeah. he he, there's no, we don't know if he's dead. Yeah. Okay. Um. His weakness is really just uh, people. Yeah. His feelings. Yeah. He's sensitive. Mm-hmm. Psychologically, that's like the biggest weakness is the people around him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pop culture, the best. Herman Munster, baby. Of course. Yeah. All right. Portrayed yeah. by Fred Gwynn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know who that is, he was the judge in My Cousin Vinny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Utes. Yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? Utes? To what? Do what? <laughs> okay. Um, wait, wait, wait. What is um, Willy Wonka? That dude, he does a, a Frankenstein, doesn't he? He makes a Frankenstein? Um, who's the actor in Willy Wonka, the main character? He just recently died. And by recently, you mean like five years ago? Yeah. Oh, Gene, Gene, Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. He yes. does a Frankenstein movie. 
Yes. He, oh, yes. No. Yeah. Uh, 1974 film, Young Frankenstein. Yeah, Young it's Frankenstein. hilarious, by the way. By Definitely Mel Brooks. go watch it. Yeah. Yep. Dr. Frank, Frankenstein. Yes. <laughs> Monster Squad. It's in Monster Squad. I, think I there's have a Frank- that. I have that written down, Monster Squad, and I didn't even know. Wow. We were talking about Monster Squad. We reference every single yeah. time we talk about yeah. this. Classic um, film. <laughs> Frankenberry cereal. Yep. Mm. Okay. All right. Frankfurters. Delicious. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's Frankenstein's monster. Okay, so zombies. All right. All right. Zom- Let's zombies. do zombies. We'll do zombies and we'll, then we'll finish it out with werewolves. Beautiful. Okay. Do you know where zombies came from? Fuck no. <sighs> this fucking blew my mind. I would say Day of the Dead. Or So what we know is the modern zombie came from George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead. Night yep. of the Living Dead. Okay. Yep. But the original zombies. Pirates. Fucking voodoo. voodoo. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, that, that that sounds a lot funny. I had voodoo. fucking no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Zombies. Zombies came from voodoo, all right? Now, a voodoo, like, sorcerer, more or less, is kind of known as a bokor. And these were, these, these were, like, the sorcerers that were able to kind of resurrect the dead. Mm-hmm. I always think Haitian. Yeah, so, so it, there is. That's hoodoo. Oh, that's hoodoo. <laughs> so Haitian, Haitian does have some voodoo traditions too. Um, there's some. There was some like voodoo like traditions that were in like the Congo area, um, like the Niger Congo area. I saw some West African voodoo traditions. Um, Haiti as well, for mm-hmm. sure, no mm-hmm. question. Um, but so basically, the um, the Bokors would use like a deadening brew or potion. Generally, sometimes a lot of times they would contain some kind of like a poisonous extract from like puffer fishes. And um, the potion would induce the drinker to appear as though they were dead. And so they would often get buried more or less, Mm. being kind of buried alive. Mm -hmm. And then um, later the Bokor would return for the corpse and kind of force it to do its bidding. Okay. Damn. Oftentimes it was it was very kind of I don't want to say harmless, but it was usually just like it was a lackey, you know, like manual yeah. labor, like do this shit, do that shit. So the bolt corps would give the quote corpse, the zombie, um deliriant drugs to kind of force them to kind of enter this detached state of being, kind of like a dreamlike state. And um, the the person alive would kind of be on this, be in this trance, and they wouldn't have any sort of control over what they say or what they do. Mm. Okay, so um, the the person would kind of be reanimated from the grave. It would kind of move about and do the bidding of the bokor, and that's when they were kind of termed like zombies. Okay, now. Zombie, the, the the interesting thing about zombie is um, Z-O-M-B-I, okay, zombie. It was another name of a voodoo snake, Iwa Dambala Widu, of Niger-Congo origin. And it is akin to the Kikongo word nzambi, N-Z-A-M-B-I, N-Zambi. which means God. Okay. Oh, okay. 
Now, it was also believed that in some areas of South Af- South Africa, that witches can turn a person into a zombie um, by killing and possessing the victim's body in order to force it into slave labor. Mm. Um, after like all the railroads and stuff were kind of completed, um, there was all these kind of like folklores and stories about, about of how of like witch trains. Mm-hmm. And that these trains would appear ordinary, but they were kind of staffed by zombie workers uh, that were kind of controlled by the witch. And uh, these sounds like a D and D fucking right? <laughs> no, right? So the trains would um, sort of abduct a person boarding at night, and then the person would then either be turned into a zombie worker or beaten and thrown from the train at a distance oh from its like origin point. Damn. Okay. So that's kind of like where the zombies started. Now the modern day zombies that we do know, okay, this is this all really came from George A. Romero's nineteen sixty eight film Night of the Living Dead. Okay, that zombie, they were actually dead. Yeah. Okay, they were dead, reanimated corpses that act. I mean, more or less purely on instinct Mm -hmm. there's no real kind of conscious thought or intelligence about them they just kind of meander through life feasting on flesh and brains okay i wish those zombies existed not day of the dead zombies those zombies were slow you could like almost push them away right like oh yeah (laughs) day of the dead though um the thing about the george a romero zombies is if you were bitten or scratched by a zombie you become a zombie you become a zombie yeah okay now characteristics a lot of the stuff again lifted primarily from george a romero's sort of fucking zombie film they're 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 pale they have rotting skin kind of visible wounds um some of them can be missing limbs uh the the clothing that they wore were basically like what they were wearing when they turned or when mm-hmm. they died. Um, abilities, they're very resilient. Oh yeah, <laughs> like you got to shoot them in the head. There's no sense of pain. There's no sense of like self preservation, anything yeah. like that. They're just fucking they're hungry. They're just they're hungry and they're they just going eat. for it. They're moving. Yeah, yeah. Um, they do lack sense of coordination. Um. And they're kind of slow. Well, that's more of like a weakness than anything. Um, to finish out their strengths, they work out in numbers. Exactly. That horde form, that yeah, horde mentality. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, even though they're so slow, if there's enough of them that you're just going to be overtaken, there's just really yeah, exactly. nothing you can do about it. They're weird too. Like, with I think of zombies, man, I think I'm, if I was to compare all of these monsters, I would be least scared of zombies. Yes. Because they're it, easily killable. It, yeah, if there's one, though. But if there's a lot of them, I'm, I'm, I don't know, man. But, like, you know, like, I don't know, maybe because pulp, pop culture is, like, like pop culture-wise, zombies are probably the most popular, right? I, I don't know, man. I, I, I would say vampires still take the top. Really? After... I feel like there's been there so a, much there zombie a, hype. There was a time where zombies were sh- 
were probably I think that, the hype is dead now. in that number one spot. But I think I would say vampires are probably back in that number one spot. Really? Like if you just look at the body of work and the longevity of vampire movies and lore versus zombies, versus zombies, like totally. Oh, man, it's hard to say. Yeah, but I, I would. I would probably. But I feel like dead. you probably feel that way because of in the past, like. 20 years 20, there's years. been a lot of zombie stuff that's true yeah but but even then like there's also been a lot of vampire stuff too yeah there has you know so weakness weaknesses of zombies i don't know they're dumb no intelligence really oh yeah they're typically slow typically Depends. unless you're 28 days later yeah and then or day of the dead dude yeah fuck fuck full that. sprint yeah raby mode no yeah way. yeah it's like yeah. rabies bro fuck that no so, chance if that was real. Or like World War Z. Ooh. I never saw World War Z. Oh my God. Good Lord. I have the book in my car, but the movie with Brad Pitt, those fuckers are like climbing the Great Wall of China and they're just like, they're like legit like ants. They're just like yeah. climbing on each other and they just. It's like, like iRobot. Fuck. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, so weaknesses, they are, they can be killed very I don't want to say easily because you do have to hit the the brain, yeah, um, in order to take them out. Um, so any kind of damage to the brain, whether it's you stab them, you shoot them, you know, whatever. Voodoo zombies, interestingly enough, salt. If you uh. scatter salt on the grave of when where the zombie was buried, it will uh, lift the curse. Okay. Oh, okay. salt. Okay. Pop culture. Michael Jackson. Thriller, yeah. <laughs> talking thriller. Something, something. The thriller of the night. Thriller of the night. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. Resident Evil, T-Virus, zombies. Fuck yep. yeah, Resident Evil. Um, uh, Billy Butcherson from Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. Oh, Zombie. fucking Hocus Pocus, man. They used salt in that, didn't they? Um, did they make like a circle of salt? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. And he couldn't pass the line, right? That was when he like stopped. No, I have not. I haven't seen <laughs> it's it. Been a so, such a long time. Okay, um, there's a lot. I mean, obviously, Day of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead, all of the of the Dead, the stuff. Walking Dead, the yeah. Walking Shaun of Dead, the dead. Shaun of the Shaun Dead. Of the dead. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah. Um, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie the Head from yep. Iron Maiden's mascot, yep. and uh, he was featured as a zombie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Plants vs. Zombies. Yeah, oh that's, great! That's, I, 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 that's one of the one of the three games I have on Steam. Mm-hmm. Is it really? <laughs> Plant. Yeah, it's a good game. Plants are zombies. Brains. Okay. They like eating brains, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. That's their thing. Brains. That's their thing. Yeah, because it's so much nutrient. It's, <laughs> it's calorie dense. Yeah, full of fat and water. Okay. Finally, we'll cap it off. Werewolves. Werewolves, aka lycanthropes yep lycanthropes now james do you know where the word uh lycanthropy comes from london london you say london i'm going ancient greece baby i'm going transylvania (laughs) okay so the word lycanthropy 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 uh comes from the greek word lycos meaning wolf and anthropos meaning human being Wolf-human being. Wolf-human being. Wolf-human hybrid. Okay. 
So this was so hard to, to really track the origin stories of. Now, the earliest examples of a man-to-wolf transformation can be found in the Epic of Gil- Gilgamesh mm. from around 2100 BC. Gilgamesh. 2100 BC. That's pretty before old. Before Christ. Fucking old, man. Yeah. That's like before all these other monsters. Yeah. I mean, I guess mummies. Mummies were being buried in 2100 BC for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. It's probably similar-ish yeah. time frame. Um, but the werewolf that we know, that mm. we're kind of familiar with, there's there's two sort of myths, one's Norse, one's Greek, that we can kind of trace the origin of, of werewolves from, okay? So, um, there, the Greek myth, Lycaon was the, was the king of Arcadia, okay? And um, I, I've, I looked it up several times. There was like all kinds of different versions of this myth, but more or less... Um, the the myth was that like like Haon was testing Zeus to and tried to serve him a dish of his slaughtered and dismembered son. Oh boy! In Good order Lord. to see whether Zeus was you know truly like omnis omniscient. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, Zeus he's a fucking smart guy. He figures this shit out. And he fucking lay waste to fucking his whole family. He slaughters everybody. He slaughters the serve, like the 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 slaves, the helpers, the whole his whole Good family. Fuck, kills them all. And then he transforms uh, King Lycaon into the form of a wolf. Mm-hmm. And that's where kind of the lycanthropy sort of story comes from. Okay. Damn. Okay. Now, Norse mythology, werewolves were first introduced with the story of Sigmund and Sinfjotli. Okay, have you any ever heard this one? Nope. No. Although, when you said those names, that, that kind of sounds familiar to me. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, more or less, I mean, I'm, I'm going to really try to condense the story into yeah. like fucking three sentences. Okay. Good. Okay, so more these... Sigmund and Sinfjantli were sort of roaming through, and they come across this cab, this cabin, and they found these wolf pelts. Mm-hmm. Now, if you were to put them on, you would be transformed into a wolf for, I think it was like something like 10 days. Okay. It was like on the 10th day, you can shed the pelt. And become human again. Okay. But for those first 10 days, you had to remain a fucking wolf. Yeah. Damn. And they go around. Um, they're fucking shit up, killing livestock, whatever. Now, these guys, when you are a wolf, you can talk like a wolf. You can you understand the language. You have this super strength capabilities. Um, one day, Sigmund comes across a hunter. Fucking gets capped. And his brother basically carries him back to the cabin. Where, um, wait, no, no, that's not what happened. What happened was <laughs> fucking, no, one of the brothers basically just fucking killed all the hunters. And then the two wolves got, 
the brothers got pissed at each other mm-hmm. and one oh. of them bites the other one and almost kills him okay and that was when um the brother was like oh fuck what am i doing brings his brother back to the cabin and then they basically 10th day they shed the pelt and then they're just like fuck this and they done. they burned the pelt that okay. was it okay now another piece to this mythology with werewolves is there was i think it was in germany there was this like famous serial killer named peter stub peter stub um he fucking he would he killed so many so many children so many people damn and when they finally like caught up to him and captured him they uh he he had this huge claim of how he could turn into a wolf like the devil gave him this belt that would transform him into a wolf and that's how he was able to stalk so he, he, was kill a cra- he was a crazy crazy man crazy, crazy man person. okay um who killed a lot of fucking people yeah okay so other explanations or whatever or other uh afflictions that sort of groomed this particular folks lore of werewolves um have you ever heard of uh hypertrichosis nope mm, don't think so otherwise known as werewolf syndrome uh-huh. Uh-huh. Never okay. heard about it. okay okay um when you think of hypertrichosis the easiest form of reference would be uh, teen wolf michael j fox oh yeah 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 really good at basketball <laughs> You get really good at basketball, <laughs> and you're fucking hairy as shit. Yes. Yep. You basically start growing an excessive amount of body hair yeah. all over your body mm-hmm. um, to the point where, you know, you look like a dog. Yeah. Okay? It's very rare disease, but it can affect both men and women. Um, and yeah, um, it, it appears at birth, and it kind of, the hair develops over time. Mm-hmm. I think I saw somebody... Uh, it might have been like a Ripley's Believe It or Not. Definitely saw on Ripley's Believe It It's like it or a not. whole group of family members. They're super furry. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like a genetic disease. Yeah. The other one is um, there's a there's a a mental health diagnosis called clinical lycanthropy, mm-hmm. and this is where you um, you you as a person are have these delusions. That you can transform into a wolf. Okay. Damn. Um, and that's kind of where this like sort of like shape-shifting wolf to man kind of belief sort of came from. Mm. Okay. Um, characteristics, werewolves, what do you think? Full moon. What do you think oh, of, sorry. I think mean. of a full moon. <laughs> yeah. Furry as fuck, half man, half wolf. Yeah. When I think of a I think of a man wolf, but then people also just turn into a wolf. Mm. And in 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 modern movies or media uh television shows and stories, the when they turn into a wolf, they usually can't control themselves. Yeah. And they're going on killing sprees and such. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually operating more on instinct than like human thought. Yeah. I tie werewolves with gypsies for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, maybe. With the mm-hmm. moon Curses. and all the bullshit. Yeah, there's the whole thing with the moon. Like, uh, how does the moon... They travel around because they're werewolves, so they don't want to, like, yeah. keep 
that persona up like there's some fucking they're always traveling and they go with the moon and mm-hmm. gypsies so, like the moon for some reason um what was it human so basically they're human shapeshifters yeah they could turn into a wolf either purposefully or it's the side of a full moon triggered by the full moon yeah, yeah there's a trigger to it yeah uh strengths super strong the they have a bite that can kill a vampire Oh shit! I didn't in know that. In some lore, in mm-hmm. some lore. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, super strength, like you said. Yeah. Uh, crazy agility. Yeah. Fast, fast. Heightened senses. Mm-hmm. Um, claws. Yeah, and yeah. Teeth. Yeah. Weaknesses. Wolf spade. <laughs> Rye. <laughs> Rye. Rye. Don't oh, give a beer. Mistletoe. Mountain ash. Silver blades and silver bullets. Mm. Silver bullets. I always thought yeah. Yeah, it's really gypsy. For some reason, I get a real big gypsy, gypsy vibe. Fi- gypsy vibe when I think of. Uh, There's got to be some movie or story or something that has. I think there is where you're a. Getting that from. There is a werewolf vampire like Twilight TV show that I used to watch with um, the original Jean Grey from X Men. She's like the main character but she's some sort of dragon bitch it was a pretty good show and the werewolves were gypsies so yeah that's probably where i'm getting it from what the fuck was that Jean great like as that, was it a cartoon that, that, or was it no a, it was a it was a live action live action the actress that played um famka jansen yeah was she Jean, Jean she's Grey. um famka jensen <sighs> yeah i don't mean i'm gonna trust you on that yeah she's in it and she's like some fucking rich ass tech giant wife that's a, like she's some sort of like dragon vampire albino bitch <laughs> that's and then there's vampire and then there's werewolves and the werewolves are these gypsy motherfuckers and you know her son's like a vampire and uh what the fuck? they have like this crazy resident evil type like tech tycoon in this small fucking town Seth, do you know what it is i'm looking this up right now it's uh, fucking good it's really good yeah <laughs> um it's a town. It's it's. I think it's the name of the town. Like fucking. Well, while Seth is looking that up, uh, pop culture, um, nineteen forty one, uh, Universal film, The Wolfman. Um, Eddie Munster. Eddie Munster. Oh yeah. The son. Yeah. He, in the Munsters. Yeah, he was werewolf. Was portrayed. He was he was Wolf Boy, portrayed as, uh, by Butch Patrick. Uh, the movies American Werewolf in London, American Werewolf in Paris, uh, the Underworld series. Yep, big one. Vampires versus uh, werewolves. And then uh, Harry Potter films, Sirius Black and Professor Lupin were werewolves. You also can't forget Oz from Buffy oh, the Vampire fuck, Slayer. Oz, yes. Yeah, come Oz, on. Seth damn. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect, perfect one. Yeah. Um, yeah. The movie's hem- the show is Hemlock Grove. Oh. Oh, it's a TV show. It's a TV show. Oh, that's why I never watched it. It's pretty it's pretty good. 2013 to 2015. Yep. Hemlock Grove. Yep. And that's it. Those are monsters. Monsters. Do we bring up um Monster Squad? Have you guys seen Monster Squad? Oh I have not. God. There's a werewolf in that too. Right. Was Macy Gray on the soundtrack? I try to walk away and I choke. <laughs> I'm eating mozzarella sticks while I jog. <laughs> I know it's that it's dangerous. I try. All right. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll catch you in the QC. 
Bye, guys. Bye. Monsters sound scary as fuck. You scared? I'm so scared. Scared? I'm actually kind of scared to go outside at night now because of you. So thanks. Wow. Yeah, because of me. Because of my rapist wit. All the knowledge that you just spelled <laughs> on me. Yeah, that was some good uh, monster stuff. I did learn some things on that episode. All right. So here we are at the QC. QC. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go first on the QC today. By all means. And I've got two things. First thing is how is tuberculosis spread? So tuberculosis is bacteria and it is spread through the air from one person to another. Could I get it if I dug up a grave? Fresh corpse? That I don't know, but I wouldn't think so. Okay. Because uh Tuberculosis bacteria are put into the air when a person with TB disease of the lungs or throat coughs, speaks, yeah. speaks or sings. When the person People dies. nearby may breathe in these bacteria and become infected. Yeah, so when yeah. the person dies, the bacteria dies with it. I would think so, especially if it's been buried for a while. Yeah. Um, I'm not an expert, but Makes I don't sense. think you're going to be digging up bodies. Maybe back in the day when they were digging up bodies. Fresh as fuck, right. but yeah. It could have been a coincidence, though, because so many people had tuberculosis, and if they weren't digging up graves and all this stuff, they weren't necessarily getting it from the grave, but they might just think sure. think that they got it from digging up right. graves. The other one is rabies, and we we're questioning what is rabies. Yeah. It is a viral disease. It is viral. Okay. Yes. And that's all I got for the QC. So my quality control... I have three, and they're actually all tied to Egypt. Okay, um, good. Because I feel like I kind of butchered that a little bit. So um, I misspoke when I was talking about the process of mummification. Mm. Um, I, I had said like, oh, all their organs are placed in the canopic jars. Um, that is true, um, except for the heart. Mm. The heart actually stayed in the body. Um, because uh, the ancient Egyptians believed that it was a source of um, intelligence and feeling. And so um, they wanted to keep that in the body for the afterlife, uh, for them to enjoy the afterlife. Um, now, as far as like who was mummified, um, pharaohs, uh, nobility, officials, some common people who could afford mummification would would actually uh could do it the problem is is that it was a very expensive process and um and because it was expensive and that the ancient egyptians kind of viewed it as like a as like a, an achievement a, a spiritual achievement for the afterlife 
Mama Vacation took like fucking like 70 something days or some shit. Damn. So for criminals, like anybody who is a piece of shit in ancient Egypt, they weren't going to waste their money or their time fucking. Yeah. Mummifying somebody. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that is all I got. Damn. That's a lot of shit. James, what do they got to do? You know what they got to do. You guys know what you got to do. Just do it. Rate and review and subscribe to this motherfucking podcast. I went and looked and we got a bunch of comments. We got a bunch of rates, all five stars. Keep that shit up. Keep it going. I like it. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Instagram. And you know what, guys? Keep listening to this awesome podcast because you know I am. It's the only way Taco Bell is going to sponsor us. And we need those burritos because I'm starving, man. Hungry. I'm hungry all the time. All right. Until the next time, see you guys later. Bye. Goodbye. Sausage candles.